0: Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Tech Niche Tips. I am your host, Joseph M. Smith, and I'm so excited to have this guest with us. If you haven't seen him on LinkedIn, you might have been living under a rock. Malachi, or he formerly known as Kai, the squirrel guy, he has been on fire. Not only did he talk about his story about becoming an account executive. I don't want to taste too much, (laughs) but uh, basically his story is a one that I think you would love to hear and resonate with, especially for those that are looking to go from zero to account executive and beyond. So I am so pleased to bring him to the stage right now. Kai, good day, sir. How are you doing?
1: I'm well, Joseph. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm glad to have you as well. And I have to say this because this is how we normally start the show. We do it from the boots to the brain. And the boots are symbolic of the journey one takes to get to where you are. And the brain is symbolic of not only having the mindset to get where you are, but to scale from there. So with that being said, I want to start from the very beginning because the beginning is a great place to start. Can you tell us about your story from the beginning?
1: Cool, man. So for those of you who don't know, uh, most of my background is in law enforcement. I spent... A year as a street cop up in upstate New York, and then eventually to corrections, um, where I worked, uh, you know, as a uh, as a correctional officer in both lockup and death row. I did that for about two years. After that, I made a transition into the into the uh, federal side of uh, things. So uh, I was a transportation security officer for a little bit. Got promoted to an enforcement removal assistant, and then a deportation officer and that's like <laughs> the root of, of, of or the beginnings of my um I guess career and um journey um and just to kind of elaborate on how i got into the tech space uh, you know i had a very good friend who kind of introduced me to the to the whole space and you all know him as you know um cyrus harvin but he's a uh, good friend of mine and also one day and we're just you know chopping it up having a conversation and whatnot and um you know i was just telling him about old journey and uh it was i was projected to be a couple of years down the line both financially and in my career he he just kind of gave me a look he was like hey man like you ever thought about tech i'm like tech like i don't my whole thought was like everyone else's thought like you know, like, I don't know how to code or, or, or you know, use Java or whatever else the case may be. Like, it was my entire understanding of, of tech. Um, so anyway, so he was like, hey, have you ever thought about getting into tech? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what specifically? He was like, uh, you know, maybe like engineering or tech sales, something along those lines. So, you know, at first I kind of brushed it off. And I'm like, you know, because again, um, I was in law enforcement. I had already had an idea of what my future was gonna look like within that industry. And he, you know, uh, you know, I was like, okay, like tech sales, sales engineering, whatever. So then I started doing some of my own research and really taking a deep dive into what it, you know, what it is that uh, positions entail. And and and, I, you know, I was kind of looking at the route in which I would have to take to get there. I'm like, yo, this is actually doable. And now in that, I'm like, hey, like, be honest, I'm like, hey, like, this would this would pay me better than <laughs> if I spent three more years in the government working my way up the ladder, you know, up the GS scale. Um, that kind of is my story on how I got into tech. So, you know, eventually after doing my research and seeing that this was a good route, I'm like, okay, you know what, let me go ahead and follow through with, uh, you know, taking a, which I took boot camp and um yeah from there it was you know i guess the rest is history man after i took the boot camp started uh you know applying to a couple of places eventually landed a role actually as an account executive <laughs> but th- th- i guess that'll lead into the brains part of it was um so i guess now you guys have the boots and kind of my journey and I guess in the you know in the next portion, I'll just kind of get into the brains side of things.
0: Hey there, thank you so much for watching this video. This video is actually sponsored by Course Careers. So whether you're interested in breaking in as a tech sales representative, if you're interested in actually doing IT or digital marketing, not only do they have free introductory courses for you right now, go to the description and check that out, but they also have $50 off that you could get. through me, Joseph 50. That's right. $50 off through Joseph 50. So if you're interested in getting into that course, any which one, whether it's again, tech sales, IT, or digital marketing, look no further. Go down to the description below, click on the link and sign up right now. What are you waiting for? Oh, that is great. I I really love to hear your story. And specifically, we're going to talk about that a little bit. You were a correction officer. Now and I'm from New York, originally from New York City, and I think you were as well or have you ever been to New York or lived there? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah I've been actually from upstate uh, New York so say upstate, way upstate.
0: I, I still claim y'all <laughs> so so the reason why one of the things they, they say is you know the the police you know you know the bravest or whatever the case may be, but the f- slogan for the correction officers in New York City are the boldest and and I want you to if you could because to be honest with you, a lot of people may not understand, correction officer's job your whole goal of your job is to get home safe it's not even like so what kind of mindset that you you had to have in order to really be able to do that job well I mean if you feel okay talking about that I would love to hear more about your experiences kind of being in that time and how that formed how that shaped you and and basically solidified you for
1: yeah so man that's a that's a great question yeah I'm gonna definitely touch on that so uh, first off, working in the prison, it feels like you're if you're you're an inmate yourself because you're there twelve hours a day, sometimes sixteen hours a day, depending on what type of day it, what today it is. And um, you encounter a lot of different you would never ever ever expect. And 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 encountering those situations, you have to be quick on your feet, and then you have to be quick to come up with a solution. So it actually ties in a lot to like. A tech sales role, you know, de- when when you're dealing with a customer who may, you know, have a a question that you want or they have a have an issue that them, but you still have to to resolve that problem. And um, but you know, also, you know, my time as correctional officer I helped to develop like grit and 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 um, helping me to become very adaptable. So just like in the tech space, you know, with the emergence of of different technologies, and so you have to be highly adaptable and then you know working in a prison I mean you you got to adapt to the navigate it you have to know what to say what not to, how to address uh you know a certain inmates cuz you know you know a lot of personalities same thing in Texas you do a lot of personalities and, um, and uh yeah man a lot um discipline is is huge so one thing about like the Texas space is, is um you have to have a high discipline when building like your pipeline for instance the reason why I say that, and for those of you who, who don't know what I mean by building your pipeline, pretty much like um, bringing a person from a prospect to the closing side of things, um, to, to close it, you, know, you want to build uh, that, that pipeline and that discipline because you have to follow up with people, you have to, you know, uh, constantly be on them, <laughs> I guess in, in a way, and, you know, working in the prison, man, you know, you, you have to have a high level of of, 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 discipline, um, you consider certain actions, so on and so forth. So there's a lot, man. And then, you know, it, when I worked in prison, like I said, I worked lockup and I, I, also worked death row. So in lockup, that's like the prison within the prison. Um, I was on the cell extraction team, meaning when, whenever something horrible or horrific went on, uh, I had to gear up and I, I was one of the guys in, in line to, to go into the cell and, and do whatever I had to do to person in the cell. And that was never fun.
0: So yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm yeah. just like taking that all in. I'm visualizing that. You know. Yeah. And, and it, it is wild, but it's so true. There's so many, and because the reason why I'm I'm kind of diving in because somebody might be working in a similar job and they may mm-hmm. say, "Man, I don't really have transferable skills. That's an office job. I'm I'm used to using to do using, you know my my strength and." And you could see that there are transferable skills here. Mm-hmm. Your mindset is transferable to yeah. have that thick skin to receive nose, nose again and again and again, especially if you're starting off as an SDR doing cold calling. So don't think that it's too hard. Don't think that's too that's too that's too difficult or out of the realm of possibility for you. You have the tools there. You just you just have a different boat, like Warren Buffett says, if you're in a chronologically <laughs> leaking boat, <laughs> yeah, maybe it takes more. It takes less effort to patch those leaks and just just find another boat right right, right. and, and you know, th- go
1: ahead all right no that, that's one thing i always preach joseph is is this the fact that your transferable skills can can honestly translate very well into to any role really it's just a matter of how well you articulate it and how well you showcase it um but we all have something that translates into another role like period we do it's just a matter mm-hmm. of finding what it is so
0: yeah, that's well, so well. So, well. you know, what? I'm going to say one more thing about this. Um, I'm actually going to ask you another question about this. So, a lot of people say, Hey, you work for the government. Like, what you gave up your pension? You gave up, you know, these <laughs> benefits that come with it. And I, because I know people personally that are like, tech is cool, but I'm not giving up these benefits. I have 10 years or whatever amount of right. years working with the government. Can you talk about why you decided to make that leap, even though you were possibly going to receive some benefits from the government?
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely was going to receive some benefits from the government. But so, so, so again, as a part of my research, you know, I realized like tech is the underlying foundation in everything we do. What we're doing right now via this video, technology, our phones, technology, these ear pods, technology. So, uh, and, and that, that, that extends to the government is technology. We couldn't run, our, our, you know, our software without, technology. I was like, okay. No technology is always going to be around. Meaning, uh, there's always going to be positions around, despite economic conditions. um, And that's not to to downplay, you know, our current situation, the current economic climate. But, um, but but yes, uh, it's it's uh actually, um, it's uh, my train of thought here. Hey, we're having Um, a conversation. We're all good. (laughs) Yeah, so 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 yes, I'm sorry. So yeah, so uh, like I this is why I boiled it down to when 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 I made the and knowing that I was going to give up all of these, um, I guess, benefits. I'm like, okay. I, again, so I knew where I wanted to be financially and I knew that the government, though, though they pay well, would it, it would take me a bit to my financial goals. But now in that, I was like, okay. I know plenty of entrepreneurs personally who are set up just as well or in some even better than government workers. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, okay like if, if 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 i was the right people whether it be a wealth planner or or you know any, any on those i can still set myself up to have a level of freedom without having to put in 20 25 years and, and but you know what to some extent I, I kind of felt like um it it it, it was to, to have that mindset of okay like you have to be in the government because your parents told you like hey you you want to get this good government job like yeah. this isn't going anywhere again, when, when I saw, like, Russell's out, there, I'm like, no, this is holding me back, like, I know who I am as an individual, like, I know, like, like, my, my brain runs a part of the reason why I'm called the squirrel guy, but I'm like, you know what, the government, um, a- as good as it is, and it, what it can offer, just isn't for me, and it's not meeting my personal goals at this current point in my life, so I made that, that, that jump, and then, the honestly, one of
0: yeah, and I, I I definitely agree. We're going to talk to the account executive, uh, portion of it very. Soon. But I want to go back. I love that these conversations are all about the journey, and I want to peel the onion back a little bit. I want to get to Syracuse, Kai. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to get back to that to upstate Syracuse. <laughs> like, tell us about who who that young boy or young man, and yeah. the experiences that he had that led him to it. And while you're thinking about that, I'm going to talk a little bit about how for me. My experiences that really were pivotal in my life was when I was about 15 years old and my my mother and my father decided to sell everything that they had because they felt a prompting to basically start a home for street children in South America, specifically in Guyana. And so what was really a pivotal moment of my life was the fact that I was there. An American citizen, right? Even though i have, I have a, a Guyanese heritage, and I was caught between two worlds because I was going to a school with the wealthiest of the wealthiest in the country, and I came home and I lived among those that were marginalized and feeling in the middle. But that form that 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 some of my life allowed me to be able to relate to various different audiences, and being my trying to be my authentic through it all. But at the same time, being able to be relatable, so that's right. for me what kind of helped me in regards to my journey in my youth, in my young adult, in my youth really uh, be able to really kind of take that those skills and we'll take it to sale. So, tell us a little bit about Squirrel Kai and. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man. So, so I've always liked squirrels. I, I know it sounds so weird, and people are like, "Wait, what?" Like, but yeah, I've always. I've always been fun because to me, they're always like this fascinating. Like watching these little creatures jump around, play chase. Um, So there's even a point in my life um, and uh, I've told some people this story, but there was a very short time I moved to Florida for for the Disney internship program. And uh, I was 18 at the time. And I can remember at the bus stop, there was always this little squirrel who would come up to me. So one day I decided to feed it. And for those 10 months I was in Florida, eventually the, the squirrel would, you know, it started sitting on my lap, sitting sitting on my shoulder and I would feed it like, yeah, no lie. I would feed it uh, nuts and berries or whatever. I, I would, you know, bring that that day to the bus stop. <laughs> um, so I really thought that was like very fascinating. Um, I just want to take a step back really fast and just kind of go over like what my childhood and stuff looked like. Um no i mean it's was, it's was pretty cool. so i so i grew up grew up in a in a two had much 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 <laughs> rougher lives than I could ever imagine they were dirt poor growing up um but the reason why i just want to bring up my childhood be, is because i feel like it plays you know a large role in, in to, uh, mainly because i got to experience every level you know uh before the age of five we were we were poor. We, we grew up on the south side of Syracuse, right there on the corner uh, of Valley Drive. Uh, people from that area know exactly what I'm talking about. And um, and then from there, we kind you know made it, uh, you know my parents worked hard enough to get us into a of of, of Syracuse <laughs> um, southwest side. Still a little gritty, but but it was better uh, where we were at. By the time I was I want to say f- 14 my parents had worked hard enough to 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 get us out so literally i, I you know like i've been there but then i still had um, the experience growing up in the suburbs so i was you know i had the, i had the best of, the kind of things um i guess because because even at the time w- when i was uh living in the suburbs i still would go down and see all my friends down in on the south side and, and you know go visit my family and in, in the ph the, the project um there in syracuse um so yeah man i i that really kind of to mold uh, you know, where I am today. And that was actually a part, part of the reason why I wanted to get into law enforcement too. Um, I actually hated cops coming up just because of how mm. I was treated, you know, watching, watching how, how they were your the neighborhood. So m- my mindset was like, man, like if I could be a, maybe I can change the whole game. Like I could change, uh, you know, the, the perception of, of whatever, you know, I didn't play out that well, but, um, but i I'm so happy that I had the, um so yeah i guess that's that's kind
0: of that though no, that is good because somebody who's listening right now can look at your story and say man wow kai grew up on the south side of syracuse i never knew that they mm-hmm. see where we are now but they don't know about our journey they didn't know that i lived in a third world country at the time now they got yeah. found oil there It's so what's gonna happen now <laughs> right. but uh but but like for like in new york i grew oh, up yeah. in east new york i grew up in uh, South uh, Jamaica, Queens, you know, like I grew up in yeah. these that taught me how to maneuver and how to kind of move things. Funny, I have a squirrel story, but it's not as nice as yours. I'm gonna <laughs> say it real quickly. So, okay. this is when I was living in, in Brownsville and I uh, saw a squirrel come out because we got you see, we got the we got a nice squirrel. We got the one. <laughs> right, so, right, right, I, I saw it and I'm like, I'm a kid. I'm like, oh, cool squirrel. It went behind the trash can. I was trying to find it, and it jumped out of all fours at me, like it was like, come on, let's square <laughs> yeah, let's up. And I like, oh. <laughs> I ran away, and I was like, never again squirrel. I'm not messing with y'all. Oh, um, but I never, I, I still have love them for squirrels because I thought they were funny, inquisitive, quick creatures, they are. very, very yeah. smart. They actually um, are. Yeah, but I was about that because that's when you said about the squirrels and your experience. I'm like. <laughs> What kind of screw was that? Because he to talk to his cousin up in New York, because that cousin was ready to fight me. Like he was oh, like, oh yeah, 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 right. <laughs> all four. It's like, I'm like, what is this? Yeah, but it, it, you said something I want to pick on, and then we're going to kind of transition. So, seeing your 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 mother, see your father make that progression for more, mm-hmm. I think that that cannot be undershadowed because when we yeah. have examples like that it really kind of shows us what's possible and that we don't have to settle for the status quo. Can you kind of sh- talk about the impact, seeing your parents' life, how that had that impact on you?
1: Yeah, it had a huge impact. And, and, you know, even when I consider like some of my friends who who didn't have that same opportunity um, and and just, you know, c- c- comparing my situation, I guess, to theirs. And I'm like, yo, like I, I truly was like, I mean, I mean, they were blessed too, but like I was blessed with this particular opportunity and um, my parents had always been hardworking. Like my mo- mother was straight from the island of Puerto Rico. Like she was here for, you know, uh, so she came, you know, they, they had that mindset of, of this. Hard. And my dad growing up um, in a single parent household, uh, you know, having to, to help, you know, his mom with his wings and, and the work. Shaped his 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 drive, and there's just so, I always admired both of my parents' hard work, and um, and uh, you know, in my mind, I'm like, man, like as they work, I want to do even better because now I want to take care of them. But not only that, but when I start to have kids, I want them to see. That I want them to be further than than I than I am, you know what I mean? Just like I'm further than my parents were at at, at the age of 33 now, but really, it really helped mold my view on in the importance of 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 hard work and and discipline man because you know it t- it takes the thrive opinion you know, it takes a discipline to, to, to level up
0: absolutely it takes a ton of discipline and it takes a commitment level they had to be committed to you they had to be yeah. committed to their process and the same thing is true for both of us and so those that are looking right now and watching us You know, you may think that we made it, we probably came from different backgrounds. But to be honest, we came from similar backgrounds to you. There's nothing that makes us more special than you, except for the fact that we were committed to the process. We're committed Mm -hmm. to this. And I would encourage you get committed to the process of getting into tech. There's so many different areas that you can look at. It doesn't have to necessarily be tech sales like we are, even though I would definitely recommend it. (laughs) It it could be other areas of tech. And we're going to have more guests on here that are going to talk about the various positions that are in tech, not just tech sales, but you know, we have sales engineers, of course we have product management. We have a plethora of different things that we could talk about. Uh, but right now, I'm going to kind of pivot a little bit and, and say, you know what, you didn't get it to make the probably the impact that you thought being a correction, even though I think you did <laughs> while you had your time there. But you're definitely making an impact in regards to your position and where you're moving and how you're maneuvering in tech. So I'd love to talk to, about your experiences now that you have broken into tech and the opportunities that have opened it's simply because you were committed to the process. Can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah. So this is going to take me back to discipline. The reason why I say that, and and I do want to be clear for everyone watching or who sees this is is the fact that it's not all peaches and cream. Um, You all need to know that because I do think that a lot of us tend to think, oh man, like I'll get into tech and boom, like I just made it. Everything's gravy. That's not the case. Um, My first six months and I'm going on soon, but my first six months were rough. Like, I was like, why am I here? I'm like, what must like, why did I leave? Like, I was I was doubting myself. There was doubt, and you know, everyone keeps talking about imposter syndrome. You know, I definitely experienced that. I was like, man, there were people who were way more qualified than me who should have had this position. Like, like, why am like, what am I doing? And um, you know, a lot of that had to do with the fact it was a it was a huge learning process that um. Uh, again just just figuring out because I had never had it before so so trying to to navigate um the sales and all that was was a was a struggle it was a challenge for um to the point where I was like yo I need to get out of (laughs) here and you know but you know there's that other side of me too that was like you need to push through and eventually it's going to sink in. And I'm glad I listened to that side as opposed to the other side who was telling me, yo, go back to the government, um, like get out of here, try to find something. Like, no, like I know why I got into this. And though I wasn't expecting it to be as difficult initially, I'm really starting to, to like things are really starting to unfold for me and really starting to make sense. And I'm really finding my place in this in this space. So, yeah, man, uh, that's that's that <laughs> it's important
0: that's I think that is so good, especially for those that are still trying to find a job in in tech sales specifically, and they're like, man, I did this course. i'm I'm basically been you know applying, 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 applying. Don't give up, does once you get there, like like Kai said, it does take some time, It does mm-hmm. take maturation. And I yeah. want to kind of just talk about a process here called this is something that Dr. Myron Golden talks about. If you know if you know me, you probably know I quote him a lot. I talk about him a lot. But uh, mastery stacking is basically this, where you basically you have this, this huge concept that you're trying to basically. But what you need to do is you need to take one component of it at a time, master that component. And then when you master that component, build on top of that. So the process may be in text sales specifically, where you're like, okay, I need to master cold calling, right? That's one component of it. Let me practice that. Okay, I feel like I mastered mastered cold calling. Let me master the art of writing an email, you know? And so these all these components that you need to give your to learn. And it doesn't take it doesn't happen overnight. It happens for after repetition, 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 repetition. And so I just want to encourage us. Is that you can do it too? You just have to take the time to master the skills that you are learning in the and just enjoy the process because by the end of it, you'll be like Malachi's, you know, month six, eight, or nine, you'll be like, Oh, I see the fruits of my labor. Yep. Yep. Nothing was in vain. There were things that he was working through and things that were working through him, and things that were that were maturating in him. So that's just that's the same for you. So definitely keep that in mind. And he kind of didn't talk about it, but I'll talk about it. So you have a huge, you have a pretty, pretty good following here on LinkedIn. You have a good following on other social media platforms as well. And 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 did that, was that always the case or did that happen because you're involved in tech?
1: Yeah, I think it definitely came, came more so with my involvement in tech, even though I, I, I noticed that I was starting to build a following on LinkedIn during my journey into tech, actually um you know because i was always posting some type of content um to to kind of t- t- to be seen because i was tra- so you know I was, I was constantly on there but yeah if it
0: has to do with with tech yeah hey family it's joseph here again now you have heard me talk about how tech sales has changed my life i actually want to introduce you to another career that if you decide to go into it truly is recession proof and that is cybersecurity. Level Careers is a platform similar to Course Careers that is self-paced and allows you to obtain knowledge and education in cybersecurity and get this, without prior experience or a degree. That's right. And so you definitely want to get into that. And if you are interested in learning more about cybersecurity, go ahead and click the link below. It's in my description and use my promo code, Joseph10. That's right. Use my promo code, Joseph10, in order to save 10% off of the purchase price of that course. So without further ado, I'm not gonna delay you. Go click on the link, check out the free introductory courses and change your life today. Nice. And so I'm gonna ask one more question before we get to the brain and wrap things up here. But I wanted to ask you about your ebook, which I'm gonna post down the link below. So if you, if you guys see a link there that says ebook, you go, we wanna click on that, right? Click on that and get the ebook. But I wanna talk to you. Why did you decide to create this ebook And who were you thinking of when you created this ebook to basically have it for the general public?
1: So the people I had in mind were were people who were wanting to get into tech and the whole idea behind that. See, here's the thing. One of the biggest problems that I see within the tech industry right now, get in is the competition. There's a ton of competition and that, that, that has just expanded with the, the people who are back in the job market from like layoffs and stuff like that, even though there's actually quite a few tech sales positions still more than than you would think. Um, so so the audience I had in mind were were people who were like, okay, like, how do I, first of all, what is tech sales? And then how do I go about in, in a way that's different from what everyone else is doing? So I was like, what? I did a lot of things that kind of paved the way for me to get in and that's why I actually named the book where I named it which it's called uh the unconventional ways to land a role in tech sales and i'm really honing in on that i used that helped me to land the role and that 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 goes from certain types of linkedin posts to certain type of like messages uh to certain types of events i was attending so on and so forth so that's pretty much what the whole so no, the, the the whole point of the book is is to show people who want to break into tech some very unconventional ways that will give them a leg up, and their uh, are ways to
0: to you know land a role. It's nice. You definitely want to grab that ebook. It's below in the description. So don't forget. I'm, I'm- Look in the description. It's below. And as you know, I am affiliate with course careers. So as well, if you want to sign up for course careers, the link is below. Again, we are moving and grooving. And what I mean by that is we have not only the tech sales program, but we also have IT for those that are looking to become IT professionals as well as digital marketing. So you want to definitely look and see what is really kind of grabbing your attention um, and you want to go for that. So now that we're wrapping it up here, Kai, what we're going to do is kind of talk about a combination of what kind of we're talking about already, which is that mindset piece. What would you say if you could say in one word, and you kind of said it already, but it just if you want to sum it up for the people, what's that one sort of mental mindset positioning or way that people need to think? That will help them to succeed, to get into tech, but also to scale from there.
1: It's going to be discipline and, and that's, that's the key word right there, but also, you know, like persistence and you have, you have to truly believe that whatever it is that you want or that goal that you want to achieve is yours. Whether you see it or not, initially you have to believe that it, it already is what it is. So yeah, discipline, persistence. And you want to have, that. that's definitely the mindset you want to have. But also, I, I'll just cover three things quickly. And what I always tell people, but you want to be, be active. You have to be active on, on LinkedIn. And I'm, I'm a huge advocate for it because you're literally in front of decision makers regularly. So people who, it would normally take you all these loops and whatever to get to you now have access to these people. So for instance, if there's a particular job or a company you wanna work for, how can you kind of mold your your yourself or be adaptable enough to, to sell yourself in a way? The other thing, networking, outside of LinkedIn, you wanna make sure that you're going to networking events because it's like so important because it's like LinkedIn, now you, you get to see people like face-to-face, they, they get a, a feel for who you are as an individual and kind of like your personality. Cause that also plays a lot into you landing a role. Um, sometimes it's more based off of personality and culture than it is experience. And I know that because that's literally, <laughs> that was my case. And then the third, yeah, again, it's just back to persistence, man. You want to be persistent in everything that you want. Use the no's you'll receive because you're going to receive no's use that as fuel. So you get your yes, because, Again, like people, it's a numbers game, and it only takes one yes for that goal to be satisfied. So, yeah, man, that's all I got.
0: <laughs> great, that's great determination. He, I ain't gonna. He kind of gave you a little bit of nuggets from his book, so I'm not gonna even. y'all yeah, I mean, <laughs> gonna get the book to get the rest of it. But, but yeah, in regards to all those other tips he gave you with LinkedIn and networking, he, that that is a serious, serious, serious gem right there. That. I think a lot of people kind of laugh about, or not even laugh about, that's the wrong terminology. They're not as persistent in regard to that networking piece as they should yeah. be. It's, that's a big gem, people. That's a big gem. So with that being said, thank you so much, Kai, for taking your time to be on Tech Niche Tips. We definitely appreciate you. We want to give you your flowers right now and say thank you for all that you've done for thank the community you. on LinkedIn and even on other social media platforms. We want to thank you, thank you, thank you. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, look in the description below. Get his ebook. I'll probably put his LinkedIn profile in there as well if he lets me do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but besides that, like always, I hope to see you on the other side. Take care, family. So Take it easy.